0: Hi, I'm Coach Cory Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be wounds become your strengths. Well I've got an email here from a guy who is a psychologist and he works with a lot of men and their addictions and he wrote me a nice email about how my work has helped him and inspired him and given him some additional tools in his coaching practice which he is also starting to get into as well. So what I liked about his email is he kind of shares how he grew up in a difficult childhood, difficult background. And, you know, because I've coached a lot of psychologists and therapists and marriage counselors over the years. And 99.99% of them all tell me the same thing. Well, the reason why I got into it is because I came from such a fucked up background. And what's beautiful about that is like when shitty things, I mean, we all have shitty things that have happened to us in our lives. But it's not that those events define us. It's the meanings that we give to those events of our lives that determine how we are going to respond. We can either let the negative events define us or we can look at them and say, well, what's good about this? What can I learn from this? How can this help me improve? How can this make me a better, more stronger, more resilient human being? What can I learn from this failure so the next time around I'm more efficient and I get closer, quicker to where I ultimately want to be. With that said, I got a quote that I wrote in this topic and I'm going to go through his email. The quote says, our our difficulties, challenges, wounds, and shortcomings are gifts from the Creator for us to transcend and overcome. It is in the process of overcoming our past and our burdens that we can learn how to do it so we can help others who may not be as far along in their own journey of self-actualization. There's a quote, I can't remember who it was by. I heard it from Wayne Dyer many years ago, and it says, it goes like this, self-actualizing people must be what they can be. I fucking love that. The events of our lives do not define us. We are defined by the meanings we give to the events and circumstances of our lives. Ask quality questions and you will force your brain to come up with quality answers. Look for the good, utility, and benefit in every experience the quality of your life is proportional to the quality of the questions that you ask yourself on a continual basis. So true. Is the glass half full or is it half empty? Definitely something to think about. So let's go through his email. Coach Corey, I wanted to thank you for your work. I've read your book several times along with others, including The Way of the Superior Man, Definitely highly recommend that essential reading no more. Mr. Nice guy. I have not read that one But I've heard a lot of good things about it, and it's got good reviews the system doc love system Definitely recommend that the way of men not sure of that one haven't heard it Tony Robbins galore and several others about self-improvement in a man's journey by trade. I am a psychologist specializing in men's psychology and addictions but i work with many people with varying presenting difficulties i'm 35 and i've been with my wife for 13 years i have a two-year-old son and a brand new daughter congratulations dude i love what i do and i'm always looking for ways to add to my practice and challenge to life my parents divorced when i was three after which my father moved on and started a new family. My father was around, but never gave the mentorship or guidance that I needed, and because of this, I have searched for answers and direction in many places. Helping people by giving back the things I lacked is a major contributor to the reward that I get from my career. And that's the rub right there. I mean, when we have shitty things that happen to us in life, we can say, oh, poor me, oh, no. Or we can say, this sucks, but... I have the power to do something about it. I'm deciding to do something about it. I'm choosing to do something about it. And since I've decided, I'm going to take some action. I remember one of the quotes I learned from Tony Robbins 20 something years ago. He said, never leave the scene of setting a goal without taking some kind of action towards its attainment. So in other words, he had shitty things that happened in his life. He experienced a lot of pain because of it and he decided, I want to figure out how to get myself out of this pain. I want to figure out how to solve this problem and it made him hungry for answers. He started seeking and searching for those answers in much the same way that I sought out answers in my own life. When I hit the wall, whether it was personally or professionally, I started looking around from people that I could learn from. And one of the reasons why I've become such a successful coach over the course of my life, even though I was always preparing to be a coach, even though when I was younger, I didn't even know what the hell a life coach was. I'd never even heard of that. I didn't even know that existed as a career. But my interest in motivational quotes, I mean, I started writing down self-help quotes when I was, I was in sixth grade when I wrote my first one down. I still have not memorized to this day. It was actually a buddy of mine, and his father had given it to him, and it was on the back of his folder. We were in sixth grade class. His, his name was Alan, I remember, and the teacher was like Mr. Vodalato or something like that. Really cool teacher. We all loved him. He was awesome. And I remember the quote. It said, There's a point at which you can only see so far. When you reach that point, you can see further. Take Live one day at a time and make it a masterpiece. That was the first quote that I ever memorized when I was in sixth fucking grade. Not because I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be a coach someday. Never even knew what that. I mean, I, obviously, I knew coach from sports, but I thought, what a great, positive, empowering quote. If you follow me on Instagram at Coach Corey Wayne, for those of you that aren't following me there yet, at Coach Corey Wayne, I post. My assistant does these beautiful quotes. All these quotes I literally have been acquiring my whole life over the course of thirty. Let's see, sixth grade, I was like 82, 83, so I'm 47 now. It's like 30-something-plus years of just gathering the best self-help quotes, whether it's Socrates or Tony Robbins or Mother Teresa or whatever, the best quotes, she verifies them all, the exact wording, spelling, picks a really great image and does really beautiful work and puts them up there to help inspire people. And something that started out as a hobby just to help myself just so I could personally be a better human being, and feel better about my own personal situation in life, that hobby, look what it turned into. Look at all the thousands of people I get to help every year, and all the tens of thousands of people I've helped over the course of my career. It's, it's, I mean, it really is a testament to the power of when you focus on things you love, you enjoy, your hobbies, things that are just fun, that are exciting, like um, the, the guy from, uh, what's his name, Marvel Comics. Um, I can't think of his name right now. But he says, when you're doing something you love, it feels like playing. And so when you when you're playing at something, it's fun. It doesn't feel like work. And when something's fun, you'll do it just for the sheer enjoyment of it. Just like me writing down success quotes and then getting into reading books on self-help and self-help courses and going to self-help seminars not because I wanted to be a coach but just because I wanted to better myself and better my and be a better leader for my employees and eventually got to a point in my mid 30s where I was like this is what I really want to do and I made a complete switch which I'm writing about that in my next book which I just got the latest installment we're about 105 pages in I think the book's going to be somewhere around 300, maybe 350 pages when it's all said and done. Because I see all the comments. When's your next book coming out, Corey? What's it about? It'll be out soon. Let's just put it that way. We're we're making really good progress. So, hope it'll definitely be out before the end of the year. But I can't say when. When will it be out? It'll be out soon. But we're working on it. And you'll see all the things that the path that I took because when I do a life coaching with people when people are asking me questions about their purpose their mission or business questions I take you through everything that influenced me in my life the things I learned, the failures the successes the setbacks all those things it's a way of thinking it's a way of being it's a way of showing up in the world that no matter what happens in life you just got to keep moving forward you got to keep grinding even when you don't feel like it. Because when you overcome things that are really difficult and really hard... I mean, there was a guy, I I can't remember his name, but he was born with no arms and no legs. He's happily married, he's a motivational speaker. It's like, I mean, if you're healthy and you got all your arms and legs, and this guy who doesn't, he's a pretty fucking happy dude, and he really enjoys his fucking life, if that guy can find a way to enjoy his life, and you're bitching and complaining about where you're at, it's like, come on, come on, man. You got no reason to complain. There's, no matter how bad you have it, there's always somebody who has it worse off than you. And the only way you're gonna get from where you are right now to where you wanna be is, like I said earlier, you gotta decide and then you gotta take action. Like Tony said, never leave the scene of setting a goal without taking some kind of action towards its attainment. Whether it's writing it down on a piece of paper, writing it into your, your phone or your computer or your tablet or sending yourself a text or an email, whatever it happens to be. Do something. Pick up the phone. Make a phone call. Tell somebody about it. Do something so you can start moving yourself forward. That's the most important thing is that you take action. Imperfect action is better than no action at all. I think Dale Carnegie said that. So back to this email, he says, the bottom line is, I appreciate all that you do. I listen to other coaches, therapists, love doctors, and even have my own shrink. However, I connect mostly to you and your approach. The no-nonsense, straightforward advice mixed with authenticity and caring is incredibly refreshing. Yeah, I get to be me. I mean, I know I'm not for everybody. Not everybody's going to like the way I talk, and it's... If, like, I had a dollar for every time I got, a, I got an email or a YouTube comment where somebody telling me, you know, you're really good at what you do, Corey, but you'd be a hell of a lot more successful and popular if you just stopped using the F-bombs. You know what? If me saying fuck every five words pisses people off to the point where, like, screw that fucking guy, I don't want to listen, that's fine because there's plenty of great clients who appreciate my realness and my authenticity. I'm not going to blow sunshine up anybody's ass. And statistically, and based upon psychological studies that have been done, people that tend to curse a lot tend to be seen and perceived and are more authentic and more honest and more trustworthy. And who better is going to give it to you straight? Somebody's going to blow sunshine up your ass and make you feel all warm and fuzzy, or somebody's going to tell you like it is? Because it doesn't serve you or anybody else for me to sit here and bullshit you. I mean, a lot of the people I talk to, they're already bullshitting themselves because when we're emotionally attached to something, it blinds us to reality. Because remember, we make decisions based upon emotion and we use logic and reason to justify our decision or our purchase in the case of sales. And especially when it comes to dating and relationships, when we're emotionally invested in somebody or maybe it's a business we're emotionally attached to, and maybe we're in business with toxic people, that it's just we love the business and we're attached to it because we've been doing it for so long, but our hearts aren't in it. It's really hard to be honest with yourself and be objective with yourself, and that's what, where somebody like me can come in and I can listen to it because I've been through it a gazillion times on my own, and so I know exactly what you need to do and what you shouldn't do or what you should do more of. It's all about focusing on your outcome, what you want, why you want that particular outcome, because obviously without a compelling reason why you want something, you won't take the action that's necessary to do it. That's why it's so important that you love what you're doing, that you're passionate about it, that you're engaged, that you're excited. That's what is gonna be the fuel that drives you to take action, even when it feels like, I'm never gonna get there. And there'll be lots of days in your life where you're gonna feel like you're making no progress or like it's never gonna happen. Success is making progress, even if it's little, tiny progress. Just the satisfaction of working a hard day for somebody else and then coming home and working on your side hustle for an hour or a half hour, you'll feel good about the fact that you took some action. Even though it didn't earn you a million bucks, if you spent a half hour, hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it was, instead of watching TV, instead you were spending your time instead of wasting your time watching TV, you're spending time being productive, absorbing knowledge and skills, you, get close, you move yourself closer to where you want to be by doing that. Be productive, not just busy. Most people are busy, but they're not very productive, and that's why they never really come even close to reaching their full potential. So he says, keep up the good work. I'm in the process of putting my own material together as a coaching adjunct to my practice. You are a major inspiration for my new venture. Thank you and keep doing what you do. Well, my I'm not a writer, I'm an engineer, I'm a builder. And that's why I'm able to look at problems and analyze complex problems and break them down into little parts and systematize things. That is my, my gift and why I do what I do, and therefore I'm not a writer. And I hate writing. It's a pain in the ass. That's why I have a ghostwriter that helps me with, with my books and that's why my assistant writes all the articles, and I get to do what I do best, which is talk and speak. And so like what I'm doing right now with my ghostwriter is I record, I have an outline that we're working from for my book which is I'm constantly updating it as I think of things and I record sections of my book in chronological order based on the outline and I upload those to a file, a shared file that we have in Dropbox because my ghostwriter is in South Africa and then he's able to grab the file, listen to it, transcribe it and he loves to write and he's a great fucking writer. This guy's really good, I'm really happy with the work that he's doing. And I highly recommend instead of trying to write all this shit yourself that you hire a ghostwriter, because it'll definitely be worth your time. And if you're gonna write a say three to three hundred and fifty page book, you know, you're gonna be getting prices anywhere from five, six thousand dollars up to twenty thousand dollars for something like that. And the best place to find a ghostwriter, I found both my ghostwriters for both my books on guru.com. That's G-U-R-U.com. You can put your outline up there or just put a brief synopsis of what you're looking for and ask people to put bids in. You'll get bids from all over the world and the prices will be all over the place. Pick somebody who you feel kind of understands what you've been through. I'm like the guy that, you know, my first book, I used a woman. Because I'm such a rough-around-the-edges dude, I wanted a a female perspective to kind of balance it out. And that's why I had a woman as a ghostwriter for my first book. But the guy that I chose to do my second book, because it's a book on self-reliance, he kind of went through the same type of journey that I went in my own life for him becoming a full-time writer. Because he always loved to write. It was something he always wanted to do. And so he, it's like, so it's amazing how he had a lot of similar experiences. And it really comes out in the writing. He's really able to beautifully take my words that I say and put them, type them out and flow. And I mean, I'm really happy with the work. And hopefully you guys will like it too. But again, if you're thinking about writing a book, get yourself a ghostwriter. Guru.com. It's definitely the way to do it. And what's nice about it, is you can pay that person as they do work. You put the money in the escrow account and then when they hit the milestone, you press a button to release it to them. And then that way you get the work and you get the files. It's a great way, it's a great system, great website. I highly recommend them. So with that said, I'm gonna close out this video coaching newsletter. And if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab on any page on my website and book whichever coaching option works for you and I will talk to you soon.